listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janon, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts also known as mma and other combat sports too we also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is happening y'all i hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far Okay, I want to drop a major update on you guys, and I'm personally super duper excited about it, and I just really think I should share it with you. So, dude, okay, you know what? Drum roll. So, for the first time in three years, we are back in CFRU Studios in Guelph, Ontario. Y'all already know if you've been following up with our journey of TKO, this is where we started. You know, circa 2016, when a young gal passionate about radio and combat sports reached out to CFRU radios being like, can y'all, you know, potentially accommodate a show about people punching each other in the face and, you know, a gal just breaking down some fights and, you know, maybe having some motivational segments here and there. And they were like, Janan, say less, go through these trainings and the rest is history indeed. In all honesty, you know, when the pandemic hit and, uh, well, not just for myself, but other programmers at the radio, when we had to mostly record at home I mean not to say that it was a bad thing it was better than nothing of course but in all honesty listen me being back after so long it just feels like you know I'm back in my natural habitat and it just feels so incredible so I do want to use this platform to say thank you CFRU 93.3 FM our family here at CFRU is just so incredibly warm and Just the vibes are, I can't even put it to words. As you can tell, I am a little bit overcome with emotions because it's just so good to be back. And oh my goodness, like I miss, I miss the people. I miss the studios. I miss this awesome soundboard that I have in front of me and just, oh my goodness. So I'm so happy to be back and you already know if we already start the show with this much hype y'all know we're you know y'all are in for a treat today okay and you know what i thought 
since we're back in the studio, I'm going to try to use uh, like the resources as much as possible. And one thing that I was kind of limited with in my home studio, I mean, not to say it was like the worst or anything, but uh, I really wanted to incorporate more sound bites into the show, especially when I'm like feeling super duper excited about something. I just there's stuff that goes on in my head. And I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I could like do this soundbite, that soundbite, you know, just add on to the spiciness of the show. But I'm so happy to be here right now. And y'all already know we are in for a treat. So let's get the show started, okay? <laughs> okay, I love it. I love it. It's good to be back, everybody. I hope that y'all have having... But, yeah, oh my God, what am I even saying? It's like, oh my God, I'm so happy to be here. I hope that everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. And I hope that y'all have been really taking care of yourself and just, you know, living life the way you should be living life. Um, I was having a conversation last night with a good friend of mine. And, you know, I feel like sometimes we forget that we work to live, not that we live to work, if that makes sense. Uh, I feel like a lot of us out here, you know, we get caught up in the traps of, oh my goodness, you know, I have dead, this deadline coming up, that deadline coming up, this thing at work, or, you know, things, just random things at work stressing me out, random things at school stressing me out. And, you know, I just feel like, when it comes to that type of stuff, we have to just let it go a little bit and uh, really, truly remind ourselves, well, we're not here on this earth just so we can get some capitalist work done, okay? We're here on this earth so we can experience life the way it should be experienced and to grow in a healthy way and enhance ourselves in a way that, you know, by the end of it, we can just look back and say, you know what? I did live a good life. I don't have any regrets in my life and I wouldn't change anything if I were to go back. So, you know, as vague as this might have sounded, um, you know, I just I just wanted to put it out there because I feel like, you know, a lot of people, especially young people, myself included, we just get caught up in the little sort of surface level things. Um, of, oh my God, I have to do this thing at work. This thing is just like stressing me out. And just, we just let it kind of dictate our lives. And when you think about it, that's, that's not what life is about. Life is about you living your true authentic self and like expressing yourself the best way you can. And not to say work isn't important, but it should, it shouldn't be the way it is for the most part in today's society. Anyways, that I just want to use my platform to just put the statement out there uh, because I do feel like a lot of us are overlooking this fact and we're just letting like corporate work dictate our lives. While in reality, you know, there are so many other important things in life, including just, you know, us going out, going out for a walk, enjoying the sunshine getting a nice little latte and just, you know, sitting at a cafe and just, you know, taking your journal with you, taking a good book with you, taking a good podcast with you and just sitting down and enjoying yourself and see where the day kind of takes you. You know, that's the beauty of life. 
we got to romanticize life. And I'm not just saying it just so I sound like some motivational speaker. I really truly mean it from the bottom of my heart. I say it because I know it's not just, you know, like young, uh, like academics like myself who've been feeling like they've been trapped in the system. And it's just like they're not really living life the way it should be lived. I'm not just saying it for myself. I'm putting it out there for anybody else who needs to hear it. So that's that. All right, y'all. I'm so happy to be back. And you know what? Today, I <laughs> I really do want to talk about some stuff that's uh, happened over the past weekend uh, in terms of combat sports and some other updates um, that have been kind of going around in the world of combat sports. But other than that, yeah, I just wanted to share my excitement of being back in the studio with y'all. I really hope that um, I can kind of almost evolve the show in a way if I can. Uh, now that I'm back in the studios, you know, with, like I said, more resources available and whatnot, just really, really, really capitalizing on what we have uh, here to use and make sure that we deliver the best quality show to you guys out there. So I'm really happy to be here again. And thank you to our family here at CFRU for their constant love and support for them to welcome us back into the studio. And also a big, big shout out to you guys, TKO Nation, because of course, if it weren't because of your love and support, we would not have made it 300 and what 347 episodes since 2016 so thank you merci beaucoup all right so i i do have some stuff to talk about today um i i kind of wish that we had more fights to talk about in terms of what we have coming up uh for the upcoming weekends but um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll we'll see where the day kind of takes us. I feel like that's that's uh, that's a good uh, mindset to have. But yeah, so today I'm gonna be talking about the fights that happened this past weekend with UFC 295 in Madison Square Garden, NYC. We're gonna be talking about those fights, and then. We do have a fight card coming up this weekend. I didn't even know that we did, but we do. And uh, it is going to be headlined by an interesting middleweight bout between Paul Craig and Brendan Allen. But other than that, I feel like this card is mostly filled with uh, younger talent in the UFC. Don't go into this card thinking that, okay, like John Jones is going to be fighting on this card because he's not. But also they're hosting it at the Apex Center, which I kind of don't appreciate anymore. Because if y'all remember, when the fights were hosted at the Apex Center, they were mostly hosted there because at the time when the pandemic hit, everywhere was closed and uh, we were undergoing a lockdown but the UFC thought hey you know what we don't want these people the fighters to not make money and we want to still have our entertainment sort of ongoing so they decided to make the Apex Center uh, into a pretty decent arena for fighters to come and fight in they put a uh, I've actually been told that the ring or rather the cage that's at the apex center is 
actually a little bit smaller than what a actual UFC cage would um, uh, be. But anyway, so the fighters would just come in, fight, and then there's some room for spectators, but not a lot. Not to the extent of, for example, AT&T Stadium or... Uh, you know, just, just those those bigger arenas. It's it's not that not that large, but it's still a uh, available sort of venue for people to be fighting at. So what I'm trying to say is, I don't understand why the UFC wants to have these fights at the Apex Center, since the pandemic has sort of been handled and kind of. I mean, it's ongoing, like obviously we're getting vaccinated still and whatnot, and we still have the bug going around. But at the same time, I feel like for the UFC to be hosting actual fights at the Apex Center, it's almost like they're hosting sparring sessions at the Apex Center. And it, it just takes away from how special a fight particularly is and I'm not saying that Paul Craig and um, uh, Brandon Allen aren't special fighters I'm just saying they deserve to be fighting at a larger venue so that they can actually have a lot of their fans come and root for them because I mean that's that's the nature of sports You, you do want spectators you do want the fans to be in the audience and cheer for you um, and here it's just a little bit limited in that regard. But anyways, we do have this UFC fight night happening this upcoming Saturday, November 18th. It's actually starting at 5 p.m. Eastern time, which again, uh, the UFC has been all over the place with their uh, fight card start times. Um, especially because this one is in Vegas, right? So kind of surprised that they're having their main event at 5 p.m. But hey, maybe there's something else going on uh, on sports channels and they need to kind of broadcast it early on so they can just uh, immediately transition into those other sports events. But um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. At least we're getting these fights. That being said, all that being said, I just want to emphasize that this is a this is actually a pretty incredible uh, fight card. Uh, like I said, it's mostly young prospects or people who have recently signed with the UFC are going to be fighting on this fight card. So for that reason, in all honesty, I mean, you do come across some familiar names, but a bunch of other uh, names that you do come across, they're very, very much new names to the roster. That being said, I feel like when people are actually new to a field, they have more to prove. So that underdog mentality just sort of kicks in and they, they go on to, to do to get the job done. So uh, for that reason, actually, I would highly recommend everybody to be watching this fight card uh, on Saturday starting at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Do not forget. And we're going to be talking about it more next week. Okay. But uh, <laughs> so the reason why I'm laughing is because I was actually... Uh, telling you guys about the fights that were happening uh oh my goodness okay what's happening so the fights that were happening <laughs> or should i say it's supposed to happen at uh the the pay-per-view card that was supposed to happen in toronto okay so i want to give you guys some update on that because the ufc since the last time that we had an episode actually came out and announced 
a whole different fight card, which is interesting. So I do want to give you guys the updates for that as well. But um, other than that, so yeah, I just want to give you guys some updates in that regard and also reminisce a little bit about the fights that happened this past weekend for UFC 295. All right, and now without further ado, let's get started. <laughs> I love this. I, I just feel like I, this should be my, uh, my morning alarm because it's just, ah, it just uh, <laughs> brings so much life back into you. Okay, let's get right into it. So <laughs> I just want to start off by talking about the UFC fight, the fight card that's happening in Toronto. So listen, I I heard I had heard this from a very trustable source when I talked about it on TKO last time because well in, in case you didn't know the UFC is coming back to Toronto which is amazing news right we love it we live for it but at the same time uh <laughs> th there's been so many changes with who is actually supposed to be fighting on this fight card which is UFC 297 and Scotiabank Arena Toronto Originally, we were told that uh, Sean O'Malley and Marlon Vera were supposed to be fighting on this card, that Cup Swanson was supposed to be fighting on this card, and then Ariel Helwani, who's a very incredibly trustable uh, MMA journalist, came out and said, from trustable sources, he knew that we were going to be having the rematch fight between Islam Makachev and Charles Oliveira for the lightweight championship belt on the line. And, you know, when I heard that, I I just basically lost it in the best way possible. Hence why I, I, I don't I can't remember if it was last time or two weeks ago on TKO. We were talking about it and I just I almost <laughs> I got so excited. I almost passed out behind the mic. Anyways. <laughs> Um, but that's what we thought. And, you know, I mean, I, I feel like I, I always usually trust Ar Ariel Hawani, but something about that, I feel like it was probably too good to be true. Like literally the day after Ariel Hawani announced that the UFC came out and said, well, psych, uh, don't listen to Helwani because now we've updated the <laughs> the main events for UFC 297 and it's actually going to be a middleweight championship bout between the current champion Sean Strickland and the number one number two contender in the middleweight division uh, Drikas Duplessis. So um, this this was kind of unexpected. I have to be honest. Uh, I mean, not to. <laughs> Not to devalue Sean Strickland or his opponents at all, but it's just, uh, eh. okay, as you can tell, it just, mm, it just took value away from this fight is going to be one fight to be watching, like, just like the fight of the century is going to be happening in Toronto for UFC 297 to, okay, we have a pretty decent UFC fight card for Toronto. But in all honesty, I mean, I'm always honest with you guys, and I'll give it to you guys straight. I really hope that it was the Islam and uh, Charles Oliveira fight, because that, like, 
we all knew how that first fight went and for islam you know the way that he's been fighting and performing recently he's actually the number one pound for pound mma fighter in the ufc right now so for him to be fighting anywhere in the world and like especially if he's if someone like that is supposed to be fighting in your hometown you're like well heck yeah i, I would i would uh you know empty my bank account to go see this guy ringside right but uh alas i don't know if it was a sign from the universe or something because i think that's exactly what i said on the last episode like i would spend all my scholarship money on, <laughs> on uh seeing islam fight in toronto but the universe was like mm, yeah maybe you should uh save up for like a house or a car or something if i can actually afford a house probably not but oh anyways that's a whole nother tangent but uh <laughs> so they were like okay yeah you know like it's not the worst to have sean strickland fight against duplessis it's still a pretty decent fight um but it's not islam makachev versus charles Oliveira or sean o'malley versus marlon vera and i feel like the ufc's just been really trying to figure things out with um you know, do they really want to stack up a fight card or do they want to kind of spread them out in a way that, you know, uh, like they have at least one good fight, should I say, like air quotes, good fight every single fight card and not put them all together because I feel like that's what they used to do before. Um, like, back, should I say back in the golden days of the UFC, circa probably 2015 onward to like 2019, like right before the pandemic. I feel like that's what they would do most times. And like, I remember I would look at fight cards and I would be like, okay, I have to start watching from the early preliminaries because that's how good this entire fight card is. And yeah just again i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to complain or nothing maybe a little bit because it was it was actually this one fight card i was looking forward to the most because i i've never been to a live ufc event before and i just thought you know what because they're coming to toronto you know they're coming to to our home uh i mean i'm not from toronto but <laughs> still like it's a it's almost like an hour hour drive away so it's like you know what i'll, I'll do it I'll, I'll go and watch the fight but would have just been better if it was Islam Makachev versus Charles Oliveira but alas um it is what it is we are not in the position of UFC matchmakers so we gotta respect that but anyways I did want to announce this update on the UFC 297 fight card um because it seems like it's official and yes it is still happening on January 20 excuse me January 20th it is happening in Toronto, Scotiabank Arena. Main event is Sean Strickland versus uh, Dracus Duplessis. A fight that I would actually love to see, though, is Raquel Pennington versus uh, Bueno Silva. Um, Myra Bueno Silva, Raquel Pennington. I've been a fan of her work for years now, and um, she's such a tough um fighter and her there's a reason why her nickname is the tank and i haven't really seen her fight in a while so i'm excited to see her fight um if i do get the chance to see her fight in like live in person that would be amazing because i do actually look up to raquel pennington a lot who else do we have here 
Oh, okay. So this one, this one is good. This this next one is good. Like this one, I would actually go and watch. Um, wait, what's happening? Oh my god. Okay, I I touched too many too many buttons here on my computer. This next one, the third last fight of the evening, supposed to be Jan Blahovic fighting off against Alexander Rakic. And this fight, I feel like I actually watched this fight not last year. I Well, a year and a bit ago, I was in Florida for a conference. And I remember this fight was playing in the bar. And... Uh, so like they have fought before uh, to my recollection I think they have fought before but it's been a hot minute and uh, a lot has happened in the light heavyweight division since they had that fight that first initial fight so uh, now they're back at it and it's looking really interesting Jan Blahovic uh, we're talking about a former light heavyweight champion here and Alexander Rakic, he is, <laughs> he's so tough. His striking is on point. And uh, I remember even in that first fight that they had, again, if I'm not completely being delusional right now and mistaking this fight that Jan Blahovic had at the time with someone else, I really strongly believe that it was against Alexander Rakic. Uh, I do recall that it was a very close fight fight and both guys were challenging each other very much equally so yeah I'm, I'm really excited for this fight as well but who else is fighting okay you know what this is actually not the worst I thought it was gonna be like a really disappointing fight card because they weren't they didn't have uh, Islam and Oliveira fighting here but we have some um, uh, some familiar Canadian faces here on this card as well Charles Jordan and uh, Mike Mello. Uh, if I, I'm sorry if I butchered their last name, but they're Canadian fighters fighting on this card. So that would be really, really exciting for them and for us to be seeing them fight and you know root for our uh, for our countrymen inside the octagon. Some other familiar names I'm seeing. And by the way, we will be talking about this in more detail during fight week. But I just want to give you guys a heads up with where the fight card is at as of right now. We also have Neil Magny, UFC veteran, fighting on this card. Dominic Reyes, former light heavyweight champion, fighting on this card. Very interesting. Again, more uh, familiar Canadian faces. And who else? A lot of Canadian faces, actually. So good for them. Good for them. I love it. I really, really love it. And shout out to the UFC for actually including more Canadian fighters on this fight card. Um you know, I'm, I'm not too bummed about it. I was a little bit bummed when I heard that Islam and Oliveira weren't fighting on this card, but it is what it is. That fight will eventually happen too. But uh, here we have it. Strickland versus Duplessis. Make sure, actually, I think, so what's the date today? I think, so I actually checked when y'all could be getting your tickets. I think if you're part of some sort of a VIP club with the UFC, you can get your tickets in advance. And I think by November 18th, around that time, uh, you can actually be getting your tickets as like members of the public, basically whatever seats are left. But um, yeah, so seats are selling out soon. So make sure that you get it in time. All right. Uh, I really do want to <laughs> briefly talk about 
UFC 295, though, if we have time, we have like very little time. But I just want to say, you know, what happened between Alex Pereira and Harry Prochaska was really, really interesting. As we all, as we all know by now, um, uh, Alex Pereira in the second round, he actually uh, TKO'd Harry Prochaska in a very dominating manner. And now he is the light heavyweight champion. So this man came from a strong kickboxing background. He was a champion. And then he came to MMA. He went to the middleweight division, became the champion. You know, had his ups and downs, some turmoil. Went up to the light heavyweight division and now became the light heavyweight champion. Look at him. If you want to learn anything from Alex Pejero's journey, you know, as long as you have trust in yourself and your abilities, you just go ahead and you just get it done, man. Trust plays a huge role, like trust in oneself plays a huge role in one's success. And there's never been a time that I've seen Alex Pejera not exercise that self-confidence with himself. So shout out to him. Congrats to the new light heavyweight champion at the UFC. And I wish we had more time to talk about some of the other fights on this fight card. But alas... Y'all know I rant a lot and <laughs> and I get distracted very easily and off off topic very easily. But also, of course, I had to give all the acknowledgments to CFRU and uh, everybody involved who helped us uh, get back in the studio and um, been, a, been a great episode, been a great time, great vibes, and I'm so excited to be back again next week all right i'm just looking at the clock right now unfortunately that is all the time we're going to be having for this week y'all make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with previous episodes you can also go to spotify and apple Podcasts to download our episodes and until next time it's your girl janan right here and this is tko peace out